Excuse me. <laughs> I think I'm in the wrong apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I started recording. Uh, oh, okay. I was gonna say you're generally like a pretty chill dude. I get the vibe. Thank or, you. Or at least seeing your shows, you're like so nonchalant and so non like whatever goes kind of thing. I try to be. Has that always been the case? Um. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, there are things that rile me up, like anyone though. Like what? Um. When I played sports more often, especially golf. I got riled up. Is that ironic or what? Go no, on. I just... I, I guess I have seen videos of, like, people get angry playing golf, but I haven't, like, imagined, a, like, a youngish person play golf mm. and, and get angry, you know? Yeah, okay, that's fair that you wouldn't have imagined that. Is that, like, competitive? Like, uh, you'd get riled up over, like, competition, or if you fuck up your swing, like, what do you mean? Both. Okay. Like, I was playing com- competitively, so that would rile me up. But golf is a, is funny because even when you're out there not playing for anything in particular, mm. it still is a really frustrating sport for a lot of people. So um, I would get – I would have moments where it got to me. But even relatively speaking, you know, compared to other golfers, I was never too, like – animated up there oh i see yeah. i went to a date um do you know Haley? uh Haley comic what's her name uh gar she she ran the show at um at levels nightclub oh no i don't think i ever okay. met her she works at a um i guess it's like a video game golf bar oh downtown. yeah so she was like, "Hey, come through!" And um, so I, I, I brought a date with, okay, with me, and um, we're um, I went to a range a couple times, mm-hmm. and I could, you know, hit far, not very accurately, but far. And I was like, "Hey, you know, it's golf. I can figure it out." And I think the worst part about golf is, even if you have some frustration, like if you're boxing, for example, you you have some frustration, you can get it out of the bag. Mm-hmm. But with golf, if you want to get it on the ball, you have to hit the ball. Mm-hmm. And the worst part is like, when you get angry and you miss the ball, it's... Oh, so then you, you didn't get to use it as the outlet. For yeah, and it's just like, you know, it, it just keeps building up and then you just keep missing and missing and missing. Yeah. <laughs> I, was just, I was just so glad that the day... Uh, the girl wasn't good at golf either. Because yeah. past, like, well, once we got over her. 10 swings on one hole, yes. I was like, okay, well, this is, we can move on to the next one. That's a lot for one hole, but it does happen. <laughs> and I'm glad you're at the same level. Yeah. How did the, the date play out overall? It was good. It was fun. Uh, they had these, like, um, there's so many, like, cute little spots in Vancouver that are so kind of niche specific mm-hmm. that you don't know about unless someone you know is in that niche. Like for example, I didn't know there's a golf bar. And then right. we're <laughs> funny enough, we're walking by this like a mini putt place downtown. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh I think my friend Haley works here. So I messaged her, I'm like, hey is there a spot, blah blah and she's like, yeah come through, like it's not that busy. 
I'll I'll hook you up. And I was like, perfect. And then um, uh, she said for 10, and we're running late because the girl's staying on the other side of the city. So we get there. I come in, and then there's a guy at the door. And he's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, oh, I'm here for my friend. They're like, okay, come through. And then there's another guy that, like, books, I guess, the exact spot. And I was like, hey, I'm here uh, for Haley. He's like, there's no Haley here. Mm. He's like, what do you... I'm like, you're wrong. Mm. <laughs> He's like, no, I work here. I'm pretty sure there's no Haley working here. I was like, first of all, it's a bar downtown Vancouver. Are you mm. telling me there's no girl named Haley in this bar? <laughs> that's that's crazy. That's crazy. Okay, so you're playing statistically. Yeah, statistically speaking, there's going to be a Haley. Unlikely. Yeah. There's going to be maybe like a... Um, <clears throat> name uh jennifer like a jan there's mm-hmm. gonna be a jan for sure mm-hmm. but Haley's up there he's like no there's no Haley's working here i was like you're stupid i'm gonna go check for myself mm. i go Bars upstairs yeah yeah just get fruit wow. <laughs> that was just, like he was just <laughs> he was just like setting up the game and he's like there's oh, a yeah, bar upstairs you can go check okay, no, gotcha. like, so i just go up there walk around and I realized that we're at the wrong bar okay and I was like I'm pretty sure she said it was something Australian (laughs) and and this is not Australian at all it's Irish as fuck so I'm like maybe she confused the two (laughs) this is me just you know gaslighting myself right the whole time that someone else is wrong Mm. that's that's how I operate oh so you're learning about yourself this whole time too yeah 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 and then I it's Honestly, it happens so many times where I'm like, the world is wrong. And then I go for like 20, 15, 20 minutes of that. And I go, no, 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 I was wrong the whole time. Okay. Yeah, at least I get to the end goal of figuring out who's yeah. right and who's wrong. Yeah. So I, I look for messages. I'm like, where are the wrong bars? And then we just walked over. And um, yeah, cool spot. Uh, the date was fun. It was like, if I was... It's kind of like why I don't take dates to a pool hall. Oh, yeah. Because if I was way better at golf than her, it wouldn't have been fun. Okay. Yeah. You know, if, if you were... Because originally you were concerned that she would be way better, right? But you're concerned either a mismatch no, I was like, direction. I was like, I'm, yeah, if there's a mismatch. But mm-hmm. I also feel like, generally speaking, maybe that's a toxic trait. But I feel like, generally speaking... <laughs> Here we go. If, <laughs> already getting into the good stuff. If it's like a any physical activity, mm-hmm. I'll be pretty average right off the bat. Okay. Like that's I think that's a toxic trait. I think I wonder it sounds if like every confidence. So I far. wonder every if every guy thinks that way. Like, have you tried a sport that you just were not good at? Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. There's a few. There's I I think it's in a similar way for sure. Like I was lucky that I was could walk into a few few sports growing up and like get the hang of it pretty quick but there's a few that I'm yeah that, I'm, that I suck at for sure I think for me it would be skating I just can't skateboarding skating oh, oh and skateboarding skating? too like yeah that's a tough one yeah I, I've never skateboarded so <coughs> I've, I've tried a couple of times and I'm like this is just not for me it's too much movement yeah, and it's dangerous <laughs> yeah uh, be careful with that right <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's yeah. I feel you. Um, I mean, so far it sounds like you're just confident in your uh, athletic abilities. You didn't yeah. even compare yourself. I thought you were gonna start into some gender comparisons there. No, no, it and has nothing that to was do. Where I was like getting it's excited for some good could content. Be problematic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was just gonna, I was just gonna align myself with 
the parts that um, didn't get me in any trouble, right? And then throw you under the bus for the rest. See, this is going to be problematic because that's what I usually do with guests. <laughs> so if we're both trying to do that, it would be kind of weird. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so that was kind of fun. And then, have you been on any, like, cool, quirky dates? Or, like, what's your... Mm-hmm, okay. Are you, are you, are you single? I, I didn't want to assume, but, like... I mean, it's men- a dating pro- yeah. podcast, right? Yeah. So you can ask me stuff like that. That's are, fair. Are, are you? Um, not really. On paper, I am, but I'm seeing someone who I'm very close to. Right. And, like, we're not officially anything, but... And that's kind of, like, out in the open, they, or it's yeah. more of a situation... No, it's out in the open. Okay. And, um, you know, we're, like, very close, and I don't know what the future will hold, but um, right now we're, we're just, like, seeing each other in an unofficial way. I guess you could say. So what does that mean? There's just no labels? Yeah. And no expectations kind of, of like, or are there some expectations? Um, I can only speak for my own expectations, but um, she just knows I'm kind of taking things day by day because like I got a lot of other stuff going on right now. Yeah. So I think we're both on the same page with expectations, but right. there are no labels. That's that's for sure. Right. And how, how long have you guys... We've been, well, we were dating officially for a while, um, for a couple months, and we, we've known each other since last November. Okay. So there's a middle part there where we were official, that broke off, and then now it's so like when, unofficial. When that broke off, like, did it end completely, or did it just Yeah, end? for a little while, it did, okay. for a few weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, what, um, so how'd you guys meet? Um... I go to this JJ Bean on the corner like every day. I've been like a super regular for the Honestly, years I've been here. Your your delivery is just so funny to me. Oh, because it's so like, yeah, it's so that like it's so <laughs> chill that like I'm just telling the story. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. Well, I I haven't heard anyone say I'm a regular at a JJ Bean. Oh man. It's, it's yeah true. okay so sorry, sorry no it's all good yeah yeah um i am though for sure and uh so i'm just there a lot it's not even relevant to the story well, so we, okay I, I i like to dive into things so you like yeah. coffee i love coffee so you go into this jj bean and you have a coffee what do you do do you just kind of hang out do you yeah i have a coffee and usually a little bite to eat for for breakfast there because they have great food there too yeah so i have coffee bagel, this is not sponsored by the way <laughs> Oh, Should man. be. It's overdue that I'm uh, like on their payroll for some sponsorship. Yeah. So maybe we'll we'll parlay this after the fact. We'll send it over to their corporate. See maybe what we can do. Yeah. But well, yeah. Um. But I, I, she came in one day and I was just there and I, I struck up a conversation and uh, we. She's a musician as well, so we had that in common, and so we exchanged information. When you say you striked up a conversation, I saw her. I thought she's really cute. I actually remember. The details of yeah. this. So, um, I remember I was at the tail end of a hangover. I was drinking right. a lot in those days. Yeah. And um, I remember being at the tail end. And I was kind of like looking ahead to the rest of my week, and I saw her. And I was. I'm always trying to like be, like keep those skills going, just being friendly and like talking to people and getting past the anxiety of like starting conversations, whether it's for networking or like 
if you see someone you like like that. Mm. So I was kind of still in my shell of a hangover, and I remember I, I consciously um, insisted to myself that I that I speak to her because I wanted to, and then I kind of like pulled back and chickened mm. out, kind of gave into like social anxiety or whatever you want to call it. How do you like? Do you, do you have a, a maybe not a method, but do you have a thing you tell yourself to do it like? Because some people would would want to, and then they would get in their shell, like you said, and then there wouldn't be that second push of like, no, I actually. Yeah, true, and I still do that too. Yeah, of course. Um, I don't think I have like a a thing that I, I say consistently. Um, I think that I think maybe if there's one one trick that I can put my finger on, it's like, it's like for that one, I just had it kind of in my head that if I did this, no matter what happened, it would kind of jumpstart my week oh. because I was kind of like, like I said, coming out of a hangover not proud of my mindset the last few days or actions right. or whatever went down. And so I think that can be part of it. If you can put it in that context um, where you can say, Hey, whatever happens, like you're going to feel better if you just like pretty much dare yourself to do yeah. that. So I think I dared myself to do it. Nice. And and in that case, she sat down close to me too. So I thought maybe she was open to a conversation and I wasn't like fucking like doing anything like, uh, like I just said something basic. I think I said, what did you get for her food? She was eating a wrap. <laughs> yeah. And then she, she was open to chatting. So we chatted, the music thing came up and we, we, uh, connected over that. So when the music, how does the music thing usually come up? So they go, what do you do? And you go, yeah. How do you describe yourself? Um, I mean, I don't describe myself as a musician when people say, what do I do? Because I don't do it professionally. So I wouldn't have dropped that in that, in that conversation. But maybe she brought it up for herself. I don't remember in this case. Mm. Um. She might have said something like, what do you do outside of bartending? Which is what I would have answered for like my job. Yeah. Because that's what I do to pay the bills and stuff. And then I'm I'm always open about like all the stuff that I'm more proud of and interested that I do on the side for now. Right. So maybe the conversation has went there. I don't know. That's fine. No, I, yeah, it yeah. doesn't have to be specific, exact, word for word. I was just curious in general how for sure how it comes out for you. Okay. Yeah. So then you chatted and chatted, exchanged info. Um, how do you exchange the info? Um, I think I think I suggested Instagram. She might have too because she's like she was looking to start networking <laughs> music wise because she had been out of it for a while. Mm. And so the timing there was some serendipitous timing that worked out. Which was cool. Yeah. Because um, sometimes, like, when you have fate on your side like that, it can help build, fate you know what I mean? Side. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You can, I get it. You can just go it's out like and try to make Cards fall, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that can sort of, like, give you some momentum mm. that wasn't uh, forced. So that was probably part of it that was cool. So she, one of us suggested Instagram. I think. I like that one these days. Do you, do you find that when you meet people, whether it's for dating or otherwise, yeah. Instagram is such an, I find it to be such a non, uh, just like a casual way where you still have a direct connection. It's, but it's weird. Like, it's pretty, it's, it's like a Trojan horse. Totally. Cause, uh, like a Russian <laughs> Archie said, uh, in our episode, he was talking about how, um, 
an Instagram account or like, well, he was talking mostly about dating profiles, but they're basically like lending pages. Lending like, pages? Like a sales term. Oh, okay. Or like when you, when you go to a product page, it would be like, you know, description, testimonials, and then you buy at the end. So you kind of lay out your like Tinder or whatever profile in that matter. Like you show up the qualities, oh. maybe show some, not necessarily referrals, but like, uh, you know, you have photos with friends. That, <laughs> referrals you know, he's, he's not a crazy person. He's got <laughs> friends kind of thing. And then you have some sort of... So an Instagram can be kind of like a Trojan horse in a way where it's like, yeah, it's a non-committal way to communicate, but you also have... Or to, you know, to move the relationship. But you also have all these, like, maybe cool photos of what you do or, like, mm-hmm. you know, with other people. And it's, it's like, yeah, I'll add this guy, but then everyone... Curiosity is... Yeah, crazy. So everyone's going to creep the profile and yeah. see what it is and then <clears throat> decide from there. For sure. I like doing that, yeah. Up yeah, until right. I add them and then I see that we have common connections and the common connections are like uh, comedians that I know fuck around and I'm like, ah. Oh, <laughs> shit. Never mind. <laughs> common connections. Yeah. So, yeah, that I mean, that's another good feature of it though. They I can, suppose. Either, either party can can check those out. Sometimes it's good to to have the overlapping connections and then you like, oh, I'll ask them off. Sometimes I guess it's bad if yeah. you already know that. There's generally like like three scenarios. One, it's like common connections where which is like other guys I know <laughs> or comics I know that are like single and dating around. Yeah. Or it's uh, a girl I know that I met through Tinder oh. through a date. So I'm like, oh, those are the ones you're hoping not to see as the common. I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind the girl ones too much, because it's a you know worst case scenario. It's a good referral, because they're like, how do you know this guy? Do you have only good referrals? I bet you have a pretty good track record of. I've been on a few boring dates where like I just wasn't on and we weren't clicking. Okay. And then a few times I was you know maybe too excited and I didn't want to. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that's. Those are those are good. Yeah, those are nice. Right. And, and then sometimes I just felt like their profiles were slightly misleading. That's uh, another, okay. that's another reason, at least from dating apps, why I like to have Instagrams before meeting yeah, in person. I've, I've had that because it's hard to like not or like uh, hide a feature that a person is. I don't know. You can tell quite. Anyways, I was gonna say you can tell easily on like. Uh, Tinder if someone's trying to hide something that they are insecure about physically and so <laughs> yeah. it's harder to find to hide that on Instagram because there's way more photos mm-hmm. so eventually you're going to get a certain angle that like oh I see what it is <laughs> <laughs> I just have this vision of you like just scrolling down looking we all do it a little bit yeah, yeah. but you're right so you um, <laughs> you're right again Sasha was there any like um did you make any plans to, or was just like, this well, girl? Let's, let's just um, use my Instagram or whatever. Yeah, we uh, we uh, we made tentative plans to jam music okay. wise, and um, that's so cool. Oh, yeah, it was it was great. Um, <laughs> but we didn't connect for a couple weeks. I think I pitched a jam shortly after, and she said no. Busy, <laughs> and then 
Without like without like scheduling a different date. Yeah, just kind of like quietly. Yeah. Um, shut it down. Um, bluntly, and uh, <laughs> and then and then sh- and then I left it because I'm not one to like pester at all. Yeah. So I was yeah, like, don't seem like she knows guy. where I'm at. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have in the past, not hopefully not pestering too bad, but like just persistence. persistence. Yeah. But now I'm not even that persistent. Mm. I think once you put your interest there, um, and there's a line of connection, if the other person wants to, then I'll, I'll tend more to just like leave it and, and see what happens. And that's what happened in this case. And then she pitched it one day out of the blue and we had a great time. Oh, and okay. it was like, and then we, uh, we had, we connected on the music thing, like as we thought we would. And it became romantic as well. So, was there <laughs> that laugh? Was there any was indication of the romantic side before? Uh, well, I mean, that's what I was interested in uh, as well. I remember, I was interested. I thought she was cute. I told you that. Right? Yeah. She comes in. I'm like, boom, cute person. What about her? Uh, just, just like, uh, I mean, her eyes are very cute. Yeah. She has. She's just a very very cool person. This and is just proof that dudes don't go, oh, her tits uh, were great. Oh, yeah, her jokes, nice jokes, big butt. No, that. see, we were, uh, we, have, we like other features too. Yeah, yeah, we do, man. You and me do, at least. <laughs> Elevated. She had great eyes. She has great eyes, still does. <laughs> Both. And she, um, <laughs> And then the music thing. Okay, here's the thing. I'll say this before we. I yeah. want to go on and on about this situation, but um, I have. There's a lot of musicians in the city, and I'm including myself in this. And when you meet someone, you go. Everyone's had this conversation a million times. Let's jam. Let's collaborate. Blah blah blah. And it's like I'm. I'm. I've always been open to it, and a lot of people are open to it. A lot of times, you discover you're on different pages. Uh, um, style wise yeah, or quality wise right. and I've been on both ends of it so I'm not trying to like be on some high horse here at all if it's a mismatch either way you're kind of like oh this might not work so I was I wasn't going into that naively she said she's a musician I said I'm one mm-hmm. we both did Instagram and we're able to check each other out like you were mentioning earlier and she checked me out and thought it was fine and I checked her out with no expectations and I was blown away. Like, oh, she's still a developing musician. Like, she's fun. She's going after it, like really good right now. But her voice is like this incredible instrument. So I was like, this is so cool. I actually met a, we got a live one here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's great. So I was like stoked. I'm like, let's see what happens. Romantic music, either one. I was mm-hmm. open to it. Um, even if it was one without the other. Yeah. Yeah. So when you guys jammed, did it? turn romantic slowly after or that that night yeah 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 okay cool uh, <laughs> we did jam though yeah no we did jam yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> yeah we jammed yeah <laughs> it was great we'll see uh and then slow, yeah <laughs> and then uh how quickly did it transition into like you guys dating for two months or a few months? Uh, it was probably like two months of no labels, two months of dating, and then whatever. Two months, little, little, 
yeah. all sorts of stuff. And how how did you go from no labels to dating? Did you, did you have a uh, conversation about it? Yeah, we had a conversation about it. Who's who initiated? She did. Oh, yeah. Do you ever? Um, um, I don't think I ever have. No. Do you usually dread the conversation? No. So you're kind of open and and. I'm open to it, but I do lean towards more of a... Go with the flow. Yeah, and like, these days I'm more comfortable setting my own terms, so even if I can tell a conversation like that is coming, I'm always trying to... I prefer a, a relationship with a little more openness to it than... Oh, just in general. In general, yeah. Yeah. So... And you're okay with that being on both sides? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh man, hey, I see that's no, that's a yeah. fair question. And I see some of these like dating podcasts on YouTube here and there that'll that'll pop up. And maybe I'm missing a valid argument, but I think it's like wild how many it's usually guys yeah. will have these like it's like these alpha podcasts and shit. And they're they'll be they wanna have openness on their end and not, I guess yeah. you know this exists yeah. because you're asking me. It's it's quite a it's kind of like wanting a cake and having <laughs> yeah. a cake and eating it too or whatever yeah. you know like it, it, it's also kind of like ch- like a childish like attitude towards it like do you think it's childish a little bit I mean it's based I on, do too but I'm just it's, like it's based on like quite a bit of misogyny in terms of like you know yeah, women lose it. their value if they fuck around or whatever yeah it's that's like, how I see it but I'm like. Is there something I'm missing? Yeah. I don't know. I know there's a whole world out there where there are, well, I don't know this for sure, but so correct me and jump in where, where you know more about this. I, I hear that there is like a certain like section of the dating world where, where women are looking for a relationship where it's not, where there is these really like uh, ultra traditional um, dynamics where guys like, like uh, I'm, I will provide. Yeah, and and she doesn't have to provide, but then I expect these other like liberties. Like maybe right. one of them is the, the freedom we're talking about, mm. but more so just like different. I don't roles. know enough about it, but I mean, I mean it's kind of like, um, I guess it's kind of like fetishes. Like you know, mm-hmm. certain people have certain expectations, and then maybe there's going to be someone who'd be okay with those expectations. Exactly. I guess if it works for both both partners like who who am I to say something is wrong and something is not as long as it's like respectful even I guess even if someone likes to be disrespected in a relationship <laughs> from a healthy standpoint then like power to them you know that's their fetish to be disrespected yeah, yeah that's a, you, you articulate it, it yeah. well there and I'm open to that as long as it's consensual and and uh, I don't know I feel like we, have you been in an open relationship yeah okay not like the ones where it's like very literal, right? Like, oh, like, you're my primary. Yeah, that one. The primary my, yeah. term always comes up as a as like a a flag for those. I've never been in that, but it's usually at the at either side of the, of like the dating mm. arc where the other person would prefer that. But on either ends, there's the always like right up until you you start to date mm. exclusively. Um, it feels a lot like an open relationship there, and that, I call that that. Mm. 
when really I think most of us go through that is up yeah. there. I I think so, and and that's kind of where I have been more comfortable in terms of where I'd like to be, like that just mm. just before kind of thing. Yeah, but what I have um, seen is uh, usually the expectations don't line up. Okay, so like you might see it one way, the other person might see it as working towards something, and it's like. You know, yeah. if you're if you're at a job and you think your boss is grooming you for a promotion, and then as you go for the promotion, you see that they're also training someone else for that promotion. You're like, wait, I thought, dude, I thought this was my pro- like, what's going on here? <clears throat> totally. And then they're like, no, 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 it's just like we need both of you. <laughs> we we dude, this we is expect. A bit. We expect both of you to work and deliver, and then, you know, maybe the promotion isn't right for either of you, but, like, (laughs) we're still looking, we're still open. This is so funny, but also this underlying sadness to it. Yeah. Is that a bit you've been working on, or are you coming up with that? I like that. Thank you. That's like... So that's why I think (laughs) it's important for them. I mean, it's kind of weird that in this scenario, again, it's not always the man treating the relationship like that in no. this scenario the woman could have been the boss you know? absolutely like, and it does happen these these days yes I, what is for me generally in the last few years it's been like seeing people and then eventually stopping seeing them because they start seeing someone seriously oh like okay. actually dating monogamously okay. and i'm like cool i i mean i wasn't make i wasn't making that step mm-hmm. and if someone wanted that promotion that bad <laughs> You know, they deserve it, and yeah, the job needs doing, so... Now I can't figure out who the boss is. <laughs> I love it. That's good, man. Yeah. And it's good to, good to be aware of that, too, because you're right, and you're, you're right that there's there can be signs when you're working up, just because the, the person opposite you hasn't asked for that conversation yet, it's better to be aware of the signs... Yeah, of their expectations developing, <clears throat> and it's kind of toxic to play dumb with that up and right up until you're forced to some ultimatum, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, play dumb. I like that. It's definitely like most people are aware that it's happening, totally, and then some people are okay with the kind of ignorance is bliss type scenario up until to a certain like certain point where it's just like it's been going on for way too long yeah it needs to be but again you know if you're cool with being in that scenario and that works for you power to you is that where you kind of lie to like where Um, you're okay with the casual side i think for the most part yeah like i I, (laughs) Uh i was gonna say i kind of it's like (laughs) First emotion when someone starts seeing someone seriously and I, you know, it like ends our whatever arrangements, mm-hmm. it's like kind of sad, but then mm-hmm. I'm kind of happy because I'm like, oh, they, you know, it's like, I saw this, I, I saw this uh, line in a girl's bio on, on Tinder and she was like, uh, foster parents to guys until they find their forever home. Oh, wow. And that's how I... Felt like because yeah. I fostered cats for a while. I actually just down the street there's a Volcra yeah. 
I, I, I picked up a couple of cats from there for like a foster parent. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, you're just you're just setting up showings for your cat. Oh god! <laughs> oh my god! Um, I wasn't as involved with my dates. <laughs> I was like, no, he's wow. a cute. He's kind of cute. You should totally, you should totally <laughs> date him. Um, but it, yeah, that's kind of. We're all just in this, you know, gooey soup of life, just oh, moving wow. around, yeah, 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 mixing ingredients, you know. Man, your your metaphors are on point. Today. <laughs> it's the caffeine, I'm telling you. Good. The the yerba is really hitting. Do you want a refill? Uh, I didn't have a little bit. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Thank you. I like these little cups for that. You get to have. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. I If I had a sponsor for the podcast, I'd love it to be your brand. There's a couple of, there's a couple of brands, like businesses in general. That's not just tea related. Uh-huh. I would love <laughs> to um, get in touch with them. not going to name them for free. Uh, mm. Yeah. But some we'll of them know who they are. Uh, anyways. Possibly. So um, you guys had the conversation. And then, were you, did you feel like too restricted in that two months or a few months? Um, <clears throat> yeah, essentially. That's putting it a little bit too simply on my part, but uh, in essence, yeah. I I said I'd try it out for a few months because I love her and we had some cool things ongoing music-wise. Mm. And... Um, it just wasn't quite the right fit for me. So when you say it wasn't the right fit, how does it like well manifest, you know? Actually there's another piece of the puzzle that's important mentioning, you know, if we're talking about this. Like like I said earlier, I was drinking a lot those time those days. Yeah. That was permeating all parts of my life, including that relationship. Right. There's no getting around that. And I something that broke off the actual originally like like put a punctuation mark on those two months or so of dating ending was me acting a fool at a bar, just hammered. Right. And, uh, if you know people who know, like how I can sometimes get my drink, like have seen me like that, just being an idiot. So it's not that surprising. Mm. And, uh, and just got, I just pull big Paul. Exactly. That isn't, I don't mean to minimize it because yeah. it, was, it was a shitty situation, but, um, that was like, that was a, a, at play for sure in that. So in general, yeah, like I didn't want that restrictive of a relationship and I was open about that and mm-hmm. we had on, an ongoing conversation about that. And so is that because you, hmm. is that because like, you know that there's a possibility for that slip up and you don't want to have the restraint or is that something that you like actively kind of need in a relationship to be able to like pursue other people? Um, good question. I haven't really thought that deeply about it. I just like, I just know that there are people out there who are, who are on the same page as me. Right. And I try to work on myself. I like being social and like, I like meeting people and like, mm-hmm. like, like meeting girls. And I try to make it clear if I'm say with someone like that, that I was, and I wasn't looking for someone to replace her. I just right. wanted to have a little bit of freedom to have like the odd thing here and there. I like right. that because 
I just do. And I know that it's not an unreasonable thing to ask for. No, no, no. I, yeah. I know I'm just you're curious how it's... That. Yeah. I'm how just trying to get in my own head kind of, from back then. Yeah. And so have you... Has that always been the case too? Um, I probably wasn't able to articulate it as well in the past, but mm. I've always leaned towards that. Okay. Not always, but like mostly. Right. Yeah. So, um, okay. And then that kind of put an end to the, to the kind of more serious monogamous part of your relationship. Yeah. And I'm guessing it put a bit of a stop into the whole thing for a bit, too. Yeah. What thing? Like, the whole... Because you said... I'm, I'm guessing that it didn't just go from, like, oh, we're serious to, oh, I guess we'll be open. There's a bit of a period where you guys had to work through some things out or, like... It, Correct. I mean, there was a period where we were just broken up. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then some off and on that's, I think, pretty common in all sorts of relationships after you break up. See, that's interesting to me. Is it not? It, yeah. That's not the case for me, usually. You know what? I knew that about you from one of your other episodes. Yeah. I remember you were talking to someone and uh, oh, maybe it wasn't that. Maybe they were. But go ahead. I generally, if I'm, again, I haven't had like abrupt ends to a relationship generally and like this is kind of like it it takes a few weeks of thinking and mulling over okay like i think this is coming to an end and then once it's over i'm like there's no point of that's probably the more healthy way from what i hear isn't it i you kind of at least for me it's easier to you know i respect that yeah maybe i respect it because it's like different from my approach and i've recognized some relationships where they end and then and then there's like an off and on period and how unhealthy that's been Mm. and i remember i had a girlfriend like years ago and she told me and we had like this very fast paced like two month relationship Mm -hmm. that felt like a lot longer we just went went super hard and then but midway through, she told me, she's like, just so you know, when I break up with someone, I just like, it's over forever. It's done. I disappear. And I was like, <laughs> cool. Like we were in the, but we were still in the middle of full on. And I, I was naive enough to not think that could ever happen to me. Yeah. Like, You're blinded. Yeah. I was blinded. And then sure enough, that's exactly what happened. And, uh. I just like, I have respect for that, you know, mm. to just like be able to cut and move on. It's like an abundance mentality. It's... You know what I mean? In a certain way. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it, so I um, normally, I actually don't know if it's always been the case. I think I, I prefer that approach because it was just easier for me to like come to terms and, and start the moving on process. Okay. But I read a book, uh, I think it's by Neil Strauss. Uh, it's called The Truth. And in that, he like goes through all this journey with dating. And like, I, I guess at the very beginning of the book, he was kind of in a similar situation where he didn't think he could be in a monogamous relationship to begin with. So he oh. was exploring, um, it's like a, a journey of exploring different types of relationships and what that looks like in the whole frameworks, like, you know, the 
ethical non-monogamy, the uh, fully open relationship, the, the polyamorous relationships, mm. blah, blah, blah. So exploring those and seeing how those work. And then figuring out, like, why his preferences for a certain type of relationship are in his life and kind mm. of what what uh, leads to that and, and what influences that. And one of the things, uh, it, it's been, like, three years since I read it, I think. But one of the things he talks about is, like, the effective breakup, which, because from his... He also had this one line in the book where, like, you know, um, which I like to repeat is when you meet someone and it feels like lightning strikes, it's not true love. What you need to do is turn around and run the other way because it just means that your crazy matches their crazy perfectly. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so, um, and then the breakup <clears throat> he proposes is, like, you know, the conversation that it's over <clears throat> and then uh, saying that you'll be available to, like, talk or whatever for the next like week or two or or whatnot and then after that you have to cut cut all contact mm. to like get over the person okay so that's kind of what i tried with my ex for a bit so like i was like hey for the next you know week two if you need anything you can shoot me a message i'll be there i'll reply yeah but after that that's it. Like I'll need some time off. Yeah, like an out of office, outgoing. Sort of, yeah. And then I basically we haven't we talked a bit, and then we haven't talked for like a year or so, and then just recently we recorded an episode. But that's, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a different. So that's kind of how I like to do it. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll do it that way. Then. No, you don't. Whatever works for you, you know. Yeah, because it's always. I mean, the problem with exes is we only remember the good things and what made it work. Yeah. And so when you dive into it, you're like in this turn of the good things, the fun things. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of cool because you're just in and out. It's like going into the water for one wave, you know, and then coming out. And, and then whenever you want to go, you're right at the beach and you're able to go for just one, that one wave. And then you're out. You don't have to, you know, be in the water for three hours waiting for a wave. You can just get in, do the wave, get out. That's what makes, like, on and off fun. Oh, yeah, okay, that's on and off for sure. Yeah, yeah. dude. Um, yeah. <laughs> I had something to say, but then it went away. That's okay. But, it does uh, happen. Yeah. So what, um, you guys had the on and off for a bit. Yeah. And then what made it kind of come back to what it is now? Um <clears throat> it's still kinda on and off. I don't I never know when like it's going to uh Wow. <laughs> when it's going Do you to like that? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I don't I'm at such a weird part of my life right now. Like I I'm like, basically, like I just quit drinking. Yeah, and that, like I said, that I, I was drinking that drinking played into when it. You said not alcohol, a lot of non alcohol. I know that was a weird way to describe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, oh, this is, no, I don't drink. That's kind of cool. You don't drink either. No. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I haven't for like twelve years. Oh, respect. Yeah. Cool, man. Not out of. I was just like, I, it's not part of my life anymore. So. 
That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, good for you. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Hey. I'm sure it's not easy bartending, especially. People say that, um, but it doesn't. Uh, I don't. Oh, fuck. I don't. I don't even know what what it's all gonna look like. But I actually quit for you for four years. Yeah. When I was 28, and um, I bartended and served in a restaurant like the whole time. Yeah. And, Despite what most people think, it just never really played a factor. I was like, I was cruising. I think the hard thing is that so much that you're dealing with booze. It's just the environment where there's so many people like it's it's quite uh, customary to like stay later and hang out with absolutely. Them, you know? That's the hard part. I think it's the social aspect of, of it. But that's true. That's true. Um, but uh, I'm I'm hopeful that it's gonna be similar because. Right now, I'm just so stoked about not drinking. Yeah. And, like, all the... There's so many positives for someone like me that come with not doing that. So, even though you're mourning something that you did like, that I did like, the... I've been lucky this last month since I, like, made this change again. There's been an overwhelming amount of positives that have outweighed that mourning period. Amazing. So, I'm just like, let's let's do this. But um, I, I challenges for always sure. find it so annoying when people like quit drinking or smoking and they're like, you know, they quit smoking. They're like, oh my God, I haven't smoked in a month and my skin is so clear right now. Oh, my yeah, diet is that. great. I lost, <laughs> I like, you know, lost muscle, gained 15 pounds or like lost fat, gained 15 pounds of muscle. I've been working out and I'm like. I haven't smoked for a decade. Where are my benefits? Like, do I just need to start and then stop to get the, you know? Man, that's funny. Uh, I can relate to both sides of that because I remember last time I quit, that was a, such a big one for me I had because I hadn't done that ever. Mm. I was doing tons of coke too. So it was this whole thing. Yeah. It was a huge lifestyle change. It was terrifying to relearn a bunch of stuff. So in, even in those four years, I was like, I had my... I was like, uh, how do I put it? I just had a lot of, I was busy with like all sorts of aspects of recovery as they call mm. it. And, um, I did start going to the gym more and I like got in better shape, but not like noticeable and not like create. And I'm, I replace it now looking back with like sugar mm. and like I was smoking weed and stuff too. I guess mm. I was Cali sober, but the alcohol and cocaine ended. It was like a, a very like huge thing. And, but uh, someone I worked with, this guy I used to work with, Jimmy, was a beauty and absolute jacked. Blessed with great gen- genetics, but also a hard worker too on his body. Yeah. And it was like the guy at the restaurant who's like known as like the good looking jack guy. <laughs> and uh, just a character as well. And then like two years in, I was at the same restaurant the whole time. He was like, I don't even know if he knew like the journey I was on. He was just kind of just like a... a happy-go-lucky guy so and we weren't that close so he, yeah he, i think he overheard he's like you've been sober for, for like two years whatever i'm like yeah like everyone else knew i'm like kind of surprised he didn't know yeah for whatever reason so he's like oh fuck if i was sober for like two years i'd be fucking jacked <laughs> and it, I, I was like oh you're right man am i using my extra time properly just like reflected on that so much and yeah. and uh and like so i was like shit like where's my benefits because i look better but not same, same sort of reaction that you said it's it's funny when you say you've been substituting it with other stuff because 
That time I was, for sure. Yeah. It's so hard. I'm like, I'm, right now, I'm in a place where the question on my mind is like, do people need vices? You know? Oh, yeah. Do we need Good to question. have vices? Because like, I think generally when people <laughs> uh, look at me and they're like, you don't do it. Like, <laughs> you don't do, you don't smoke, you don't drink, you know, like, you don't do drugs necessarily. Like, what What do you, you know? Uh-huh. And I, 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 gym, sex, uh, I'm an occasional vapor. Okay. That's, that's the one where I'm like, should I just, you know, I'm missing one. Should I just hit the... Because if someone has a vape in public, I'll be like, give me, <laughs> give me that vape. Yeah, I'm not going to buy my own, but give me, give me that vape. Give me that vape. Uh, you never buy one? I When I was in Taiwan, I bought one, and it was the worst. Because, like, um, I was seeing this girl. She had a vape, and we were hanging out quite a bit, and it was like, I started hitting it. Uh, and I'm just saying nicotine. Like, just nicotine. Is that why you started seeing her? Because she had such a good vape. <laughs> give me that vape. <laughs> I saw a picture on Tinder with a babe, and I was like, that's the one. Let's go, boys. Uh, no. <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. That's good. Um, and then I was like, fuck it. I'll just buy my own babe. Because then I think one time I was like, let's hang out. And she's like, ah, I, I got to do something. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was supposed to vape today. <laughs> so I just, I bought my own babe. And within a month, I lived on the fourth floor. Uh-huh. No elevator. Within a month, I started whizzing, like, going up the stairs. And I was like, oh, yeah, no. Okay. Uh, so you caught yourself? Yeah. You mean, like, I was, like, out of breath by third floor. And I was like, yeah, no, this is it. Done. Oh, you are whizzing up to excited to have your vape? No. Like, oh. I was out of breath going up the oh, stairs. Oh, wheezing. Got you. Okay, yeah, got yeah. you. But, and the whole time, because I, <laughs> I smoked when I was 12. I smoked from 12 to 16. <laughs> And I quit because I read this book called The Easy Way to Quit Smoking by Alan Carr. Oh, yeah. I read yeah. the drinking one. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what the drinking one is like. Is it... That's okay. Is it helpful at all? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But, well, the, the smoking, the smoking one? one, I I tried quitting, I think when I was 15, I didn't smoke for six months. And then a teacher like pissed me off and I was like, fuck you. And then I went out and had a cigarette yeah um but then i read the book and i quit my parents like my, my mom was smoking for 18 years they read mm. the book first time it was so funny they read the book and they're like oh yeah we quit and then i like i could smell cigarettes on them so i realized my parents were like hiding sick like smoking away from me and i was oh. like this is some reverse situation oh, yeah this is kind of fucked up and i caught them smoking i'm like what the fuck like why are you hiding? Yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, okay. And they read the book again and quit and haven't smoked since. Oh, that's a cool ending. Um, and then, uh, so when I, when I was seeing this girl, I was like, worst case scenario, I'm just going to read the book again. Ah, okay. Yes. So I'm just going to get my own vape. And then when I'm done with it, I'm just going to read the book and I'm uh-huh. done. And so, yeah, I, I like bought my vape, thrown it away three times. I would throw it away in my garbage in my room. Oh, and then like an hour would go by and I'm like, I'm home. I'm not doing anything. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, and then I was like, okay, this is like when I was out of breath going up the stairs. I'm like, I, I got to, what am I, 60 years old? Let's go. And so I like read the book and I was like, all right, I'm done. 
But now I'm like, I think it's okay, you know, if I'm in public and someone's, uh, I just, I don't even do it for the nicotine. I just like blowing bubbles, like not bubbles, the rings. Like I just like you got on there. I just um, like the do- yeah. I just like doing the, the rings. That's, that's oh. So you you were like a trick vapor? Not you never not all that. the way. Not like lead. I, I can do like a tornado a bit. Holy yeah. shit! But not like full uh, hiding the lead here. <laughs> I've got I'm sitting down with a trick vapor this whole time. <laughs> I've got skills, yeah. Oh, Bring it in. Um, no, not to the point. I just like, it's relaxing, I think. I think um, I was mm. I was talking to a friend and uh, about smoking. And I think smoking was like one of the first like meditations. Because oh. like you're focusing on air coming in and coming out. Oh, wow. And like you're blowing it out slow, and it's kind of like a, a ritual. So, because nicotine itself is a, it's an upper. It gets your heart rate going. Okay. So a lot of people are like, oh, it's it calms me down, but it's actually upping your heart rate. Yeah. So you're kind of putting yourself in a stress situation, but because you're like, I think breathing, and you have this like, um, like uh, uh, body mind connection. Uh huh. I think it's the relaxing part. So you can kind of... Could be. Yeah, eliminate it by just meditating. But it's still, you know, there's rings. You can't blow the rings. Yeah. You can't... Yeah, you cannot blow those rings without it. Anyway, do, do you meditate now? I did for a bit, and I, like... I hurt my wrist. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. that's tough because you can't meditate hurt- after you hurt your wrist. <laughs> That's a tough one. I get that. No, no, no. I hurt my wrist, and for a while, like, gym used to be my meditation. Like, okay. I would kind of, like, work out, and that's that was enough. Gotcha. Um, and then I hurt my wrist, so I couldn't do it. So I, I was kind of not spiraling too much, but just, like, agitated and anxious a little bit more than usual. It's kind of weird, because I, I notice small changes. Like, uh, my body is so prone to not prone but like so easily influenced by um like uh drugs and fact uh, like other factors because mm. i don't do a lot of stuff so <laughs> like even if i do uh, like i'll take a extra strong advil and i'll feel woozy mm, that's okay. how lightweight i am so yeah. all these like small factors i notice change mm-hmm. so i was just noticing that i was kind of like a little more anxious a little more uh agitated at times so it's like i'll just try meditating and it helped yeah cool. and then i stopped because i started working out that's that's yeah. rad though. do you meditate um <clears throat> i've gone through periods of meditation where i, where I was regularly meditating and uh i'm gonna get back into it i just started the, some therapy for this whole new drinking uh thing yeah and uh she suggested meditation and i'm, I'm all for it so I'm gonna take that, but uh, not quite in the in the no routine yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did one the other day. It was great. Yeah. Do you use an app or? Like yeah, I use the Waking Up app by by Sam Harris. Cool. I did the I think Headspace for a bit. Nice. I like that one. Guy, you know, has a soothing voice. Mm. Uh, fellow bald man. So fellow bald man. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Give it to me. It was actually it was kind of weird because I signed up. 
before they started releasing videos, so I had no idea what the guy looks like. Mm-hmm. And then once they did the video, I was like, oh, that's... You know when you read a book and then you have like an image of a character in mind and uh-huh. then they do the movie and you're like, nope, that's no. not my Harry Potter or whatever, you know? like Not my yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my mind, he was Asian. And <laughs> kind of... Like, so when I saw him, I was like, yeah, I don't know. Not, not the boldness, just the deep... He was just kind of, he sort of, like, he sounded a lot softer than, you know, I I don't know. Was he ugly? (laughs) No. It's just like, I think his face didn't fit the hand movement and, like, body language, (laughs) you know? Okay. Like, his face didn't, like, scream, like, uh, not scream, but just say... Like meditation and relaxation, yeah, you know what I mean. I hear you, but now I'm used to it. I'm like, yeah, the guy's dope. Um, you settled, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You're like, this is no, that's cool, that's good. What's it called when you get catfished with uh, when one girl's get <laughs> is that bald fishing? They bald have a fishing. name for it. Oh, it's hat fishing hat if they fishing. wear a hat and they're bald. I see. Do you uh, wear a hat? God, I wear a hat and some. But pictures. then you're, I'm, I'm sure your pictures you have. I have both. When I when I was on the apps, I yeah. had both pictures. But I'm I'm a recent rejoiner of the hat gang. Yeah. Because you actually like it looks like you have hair. I do. I have. Yeah, you just shave. You just. Yes. That's a that's a conscious. It's a conscious choice. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do it for maintenance. Yeah. Easy maintenance. I get it. And um, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So then you're on your profile, you have pictures without your... Yeah, a couple. A couple yeah. of each. But I look... I like how I look in a, in a tightly fitting black hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. So uh, I have a few of those. Yeah. But... So, so I'm hat... I'm hat fishing half the time. Yeah. Time. So you, have you surprised a lot of women by... I haven't had much success on the apps. So, really? Yeah. So I it's not like I'm like going on a million dates okay. and like getting data for all their different reactions. Yeah. I had to uh, I've talked about this before where like a couple summers ago I was just wearing a hat cuz I had longer hair so mm. it was just way easier like instead of drying my hair I would just like pull it back, put a hat on and then it would kind of dry in that uh, orientation oh, and yeah. then I wouldn't have to put too much gel into it or like yeah. product. Um, and so I would go on a date and I'd show up in a hat and I could see on their faces, they're just kind of like, oh fuck, I'm getting like hat fish. Oh wow. They're like, oh fuck. And then I would, I, I realized that it was happening. So the moment I like <laughs> saw the girl, I would take my hat off oh, and just kind of like brush my hair, like kind of as if I'm adjusting my hair, but I'm just showing it off. <laughs> It's kind of weird, like, animalistic, like, you know, like, peacocking there. Like, no, 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 I got, yeah. So I just, like, and then I would put my hat and I could see they relax a bit, you know. Just, that's rad. Yeah. Just setting the tone. Just, just to make sure imagine. we're, yeah. The thrill. <laughs> the roller coaster I put them yeah. through before we even speak. It's over. You're, yeah. like, sending them through this range of emotions. Yeah. I didn't think about it that way. That's actually cool. yeah. You did. You had it all fucking planned out. <laughs> Puppeteer. I'd love to. Oh, what apps are you on? I'm not on any apps. Right oh, now. okay. Yeah. Okay. I 
even though, even if I was, didn't have someone in my life, I wouldn't be on the apps right now because like well, I said, you, you just, bartend, you meet, I'm sure you meet people and you know. yeah, I mean, I don't really like meet people bartending. It's not like as much of them. I don't play it as much like people think I've bartenders. Yeah. Well, what'd you do? You met a lot of people? Uh, yeah, but it's not, yeah. You can do it. I'm not saying you can't do it, but it's, this is like, if I'm working at a place that I respect and I'm happy Absolutely. like it is a job job, yeah. then, and it's like a smaller place. And you have regulars, regulars and all that. I ask someone for the number, I'm going on a limb and either it's a yes and we see each other for a date or like a while or whatever and then it ends, she's probably not going to come back to the bar. If yeah. I ask and it's a no, she might probably not be not comfortable. Back. Yeah. She's, well, it's, it, it's at least changes the dynamic. It's not a place where she can just yeah. come in and plop down and just chill for a minute. It's kind of She's like, oh, that guy's going to be there. Yeah. Is it? I'm not going to be weird, but like sh- people would imagine there's a possibility. Some, some man, some man, some women might be weird. Yeah. If that happens. And yeah. It, it's kind of the expected reaction on people's minds. Exactly. Like, yeah. That's why I was surprised you hit on a girl at your, you know, JJB. Well, yeah, that I guess does a bold move, risking your uh, regular status. Good point. Um, That's why I generally don't hit on girls at the gym, unless it's like, uh, like I give chances. I feel like. What's that? You don't. It's kind of like uh, no, you know, like for example, when the girl walked into the JJB. Yeah. She sat next to you, so you're yeah. like she. She kind of helps with opportunities. Oh. You know? So, like, I don't specifically hit on someone, but, uh-huh. like, I might choose to work out and bench closer. Oh, like, yeah. You know? And just, are you having girls strike up conversations with you if you sit beside them? Sometimes. Ooh. Not like, you know, but it could. It's like any opening is an opening kind of thing. You know? Yeah. They're like, hey, are you, you fucking down with this weight? Like what? Hey, you fucking down with this weight or what? Yeah, that, that's my time. I remember that line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. usually, usually I I take over squat racks for like a long time because a girl a girl that <laughs> uses a squat rack is my kind of girl, you know. Oh hell yes, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Um, and so, so I, have you I met post up by squat racks? Cool man. <laughs> no, I don't. I have met some people at the gym. I'm trying to think if I have actually dated someone. Uh, no, no, no. Mostly because like, if they're a regular, I don't want to fuck it up for them. Like it's totally, you know, but I've been quite chaotic with my gym schedule now. Yeah. And I, I work out at uh, a gym with like many, uh, it's like a chain so I can go to any. Okay. Um, and so I'm like, if I go to this one branch, you know, <laughs> once a month, yeah, then it's totally fine. Like, that's your pickup gym? No, no, <laughs> just that one hunting ground. No, <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, like, if it's not my regular like location, uh huh, then it's kind of okay to because uh, chances are I'm not gonna be there at the same time, I hear you, at the yeah. same day again, even though you kind of you know make a mental note. It's like, oh, there's a lot of cute girls here. 4.30 p.m. on a Tuesday. Totally. I should come here on a 4.30 p.m. on a Tuesday again. And then I forget. <laughs> Man, I that's, that's, that's good. 
<laughs> I don't know what I'm going to say. So where, right. where do you usually meet people? Um, where I usually meet people at um, bars and yeah, I have met a few people over the years at uh, work, different places that I've worked, which are generally bars. Yes, good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I guess I mean to say uh, bars where I just go as a guest, right? And then separately as at the bars and restaurants where I work, and would that usually be coworkers or yeah? Oh, okay. Sometimes guests. So um, that contradicts what I said earlier. But I only do it. It's like if 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 like, like if oh, the I'm signs are so yeah, or they'll ask sometimes too. Someone yeah, people still like that still happens. People just leave their number and stuff. And if if it's a good fit, then that can be cool. But um, I mean, I had a uh, like an intention years ago that I wanted to be more comfortable. Um, approaching people in public in a, in a good way mm. approaching girls but <clears throat> so that ha- that was like a really like um like intentional thing i wanted to to work on work on yeah and so i did that years ago and i'm like grateful that i did that because um i mean it as it turns out the apps just don't really work for me so mm. it's, it's like a necessity for me to go in the world but even for people who the apps work with, I talk to now and you gather pretty quickly that most people aren't um, as comfortable as, as I am, like striking up chats, even in a, in a bar or just uh, elsewhere, hopefully a place that's, that people are open to chatting mm. and with, with like um, awareness of like the, the um, appropriateness of like the link, the chat and all this. Man, I'm like going into so many details there. <laughs> what a weird thing to say. <laughs> Anyways, I uh, so I I like that. I so like, when you say um, you see a, a cute girl in public, you're, yeah, you're walking to your JJ Bean. She's just on the street. Yeah, I run through traffic. You run for traffic. You stop a few ambulances. <laughs> you're like, no, this is important. <laughs> You're like, I, I gotta do something. <laughs> and then you get in front of her, what do you usually say? Um I I keep it very simple. Yeah. I keep it very simple. Um uh like hey. Mm. Now and now the situation that you described there <laughs> Even the traffic part aside, I'm not going up to people on the street, like I'm not doing like pickup stuff, I yeah. should say. But like when I was like fully single, I I just like the the context of a bar mm. because there are because people we've all been made aware of like how many situations women are and people but I'll just say women for this purpose like are they are uncomfortable with with like guys approaching them so it's been mm. good that we know that now so I'm trying to be like always aware of that right. And a lot of like times, just even like starting up a conversation, someone was at like a weird day or something. There's like, "Fuck, are you serious?" Like one more guy's talking to me. So I'm like, I like going to, I like in the past, like going to like a bar at night, where say some girl sitting at the bar herself, 
there's so many opportunities she can give you a sign like looking at you mm-hmm. and you can just start so that's what like, I'm talking hey about. what's up creating and opportunities then, yeah but even if and even if there isn't an even if they're not creating those even if they're not, not creating signs. opportunities just like how are you they will give you the signs right away if they don't want to chat and you need to be aware of that I think mm. in my opinion some guys will still advocate for persistence but I think that day and age is like very much over I, I feel like everyone's aware of people's intentions in general like there, there's no it's no secret in a lot of cases like you know there's no more playing dumb. Yeah. So if they say no, it's like they say no. They're not. I I don't yeah, think just people it. play as games as much these days. I hope not. I mean, there used to be. I think a lot more guys who were playing games. And being persistent, yeah, in the name of persistence, and they thought it was harmless, and they thought that it was, um, like something you needed to do because yeah. that's how the grandparents and all yeah. that is like, oh, you know, your grandma had to go to every dance <laughs> yeah. for three years oh, and man. bring her flowers, and she kept fucking my friend, but. Uh, <laughs> This one year, I stabbed him, so he couldn't make it to the dance, and guess what? Yes. Dance with me. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when I kissed her, and the whole town was calling her a slut if she didn't marry me, and that's where we are. It's an age The good old times. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I don't know how we got here. Uh, so, um, what I wanted to say is... Um, you're talking about uh, guys playing games, mm. and I think it's kind of funny. It's like if you think of it as like Animal Kingdom in a way. Okay. Like before, women were playing. Were like, there were times when men were persistent and women would change their answer. Yeah. So it was like an evolutionary thing where, you know, if you were persistent, you would potentially get a yes more often than just stop at a no okay but now with the new climate it's like more dangerous to be persistent so that yes or the occasional maybe yes isn't even like worth it all the you know potential uh risks yeah and so men stop playing games it's like kind of this like it's almost like nature adjusting Ah, you know what I mean? It's like a weird, like, the approach men take is different because women do stuff different now. It's kind of oh, weird. Yeah, I'm sure that's the case. It's like the whole, uh, you know, uh, antibiotics and, and, and bacteria. You know, bacteria evolves, antibiotics have to evolve. Oh, yeah, it's another killer metaphor. Not that actually. one is, you know, bacteria and one is antibiotics. Just, what just are we in It's kind of funny. Weird. Would be probably bacteria. Yeah, by and large, yeah. we're bacteria. And then uh, the hope is, at least with the tensions rising politically, things going right, that, you know, the 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 fear is that eventually antibiotics will not work. Uh-huh. So that's kind of, that. yeah, the fear these days. <laughs> <laughs> that the bacteria is just going to take over. Oh, God. 
And honestly, I mean, based on the uh, last few years, bacteria has been taking over, but antibiotics have been fighting back. And uh, are we still talking about the dating world? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I <think that's> about... <laughs> yeah. But the last few years have been pretty pretty good for the antibiotics too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Like the, they've been making a comeback. They've been making a comeback, but the. I'd say at least in North America, the climate has been a little iffy. You're yeah. right. There's been some re- there's been some regulations restricting antibiotic use. Oh wow! <laughs> Fuck! Oh god! This is good. It's stuff. gonna get tagged for like big pharma conspiracy oh, yeah. theories and stuff. We are anti-vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> I, Sasha, I, Jake, <laughs> Paul Hickey. I didn't. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I I took a Johnson and Johnson. Were you? Yeah. Did you get vaccinated? Oh yeah, I got like four. I mean, Damn. Yeah. I I started to like it a lot. <laughs> I felt because I used to be scared of needles, definitely, yeah. where I yeah. would faint up until I was in college. Yeah. Even. And then when I started to conquer that, I was really proud of it. You're like I'm a brave boy now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, I like it. I like it too. It made me appreciate trains a little more. <laughs> Got a little better with numbers. What? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I I a get silly it. joke about making kids autistic. Uh, <laughs> God, that was a good one. That was good. No, no, <laughs> no, it wasn't. Don't give me that. We love it. Um, okay, so when you do meet people and <laughs> yeah. you're like up for that occasional you know experience yeah even though you're seeing kind of seeing kind of not. that's how we got here the whole thing oh, yeah. started with you saying that you don't know what's going on essentially um, you don't know if it's yeah let's, when let's it's tie that up in a little bow yeah this is what's up I'm not looking for anything right now yeah. I'm happy with this person in my life even though I still don't want to put a label on it right and uh, she knows that. She knows I love her. And since I quit drinking a month ago, that's really like, as you might imagine, a major priority and focus. Yeah. And so <clears throat> that is why I'm just like taking things day to day in a lot of aspects, um, including hanging out with this person, including mm. our projects, because... I am just prioritizing my own time and my own recovery. And a lot of that sounds sort of somber, but it's a lot of positive stuff, like doing tons more open Mm -hmm. mics and like creative things. And uh, that's like my, my MO right now. Yeah. Yeah. Does that answer what you're getting at or no? Um, So kind of. It, it's more of a why you're okay with it. Okay. More or less. Um, what can I that, clarify that, uh, for you? I, I'm saying like what you just said, I think answers more as to why you're okay with it, not okay. why it's the case. Oh, okay. You know, so I uh, I'm guessing that. the person isn't quite on the same page in regards to the openness. That's exactly right. right. I mean, I hope I'm not 
like it putting... feels like that sort of exposes them because but it's it's I don't think that again we're talking be... about your perspective of exactly it could be not quite narrowing yeah. down the what's going on but yeah but yeah. it's it's true in a in a broad sense this person wants something more traditionally monogamous and I don't and we've yet have not found uh, a place where we both meet in any sort of compromise um, <clears throat> about that topic that's fair yeah yeah but I'm and open to all sorts of stuff yeah because I care a lot about it cool so we'll see what happens cool what are we going to do a time check uh yeah yeah what are we at uh, one sixteen okay it's not bad how did the, how does the how does it compare <laughs> yeah yeah it's it stacks up i'd say yeah time wise and content wise nice yeah um have what you is... learned a lot sorry no i i have it's, it's really it's kind of interesting because um i feel like i was in a similar position uh and not so much i mean you have a lot going on with the recovery aspect of things mm-hmm. uh, i was mostly talking about like dating preferences in terms of what structure kind of I thought I was looking for. Um, and then I read that book and I then I wasn't sure ah. because uh, it sort of exposed certain uh, things that I kind of knew surface level might be true. Like, for, for a while, in my early 20s, I thought that I just had a temper issue. Like, I was just quite ter- temperamental and short-fused. Um, and then I just realized that it was mostly based on, like, certain traumatic experiences. And, and um, uh, what are those called? Like, safety mechanisms that I adopted okay. when I was growing up. Um, and it was kind of easier to let go of things where I was like, oh, this is just something that's kind of like a bug in the code oh, right now. Yeah. It's not, a, you know, a feature of who I am. It's just like this alert that kind of pops up and I don't have to give into it. I can just kind of press thank you and next. And so I realized that maybe there's a potential that certain uh, preferences in my uh, like in the how I structure dating or how I look at dating has been affected by those same pop-ups okay and then I, I, I think I was like going through some sort of like discovery and all that and I got slightly sidetracked with uh, when I met a person and then uh, mm. it was weird it felt like I was getting sidetracked but it was actually putting me closer to seeing what actually it was it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of like when someone tries to explain something and gives you like a very extreme example of it oh yeah that's what that was it was kind of funny um and now i don't know i'm just kind of i think because i'm focusing on other things i'm a little bit lost on those aspects before you know it pops into my face again so it's i'm kind of in a similar position now like i was then and i'm i think back to it now where i'm like 
yeah, I kind of want to, you know, I'm focusing on other things. Mm-hmm. I, there's um, people in my life that I really like having around and being around and sharing my time with. Uh, but I also like to be open to certain other people, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, new so interns. Interns, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the company is expanding. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I love... I've... One, I'll say this about today. Yeah. Your metaphor game is so good. Thank you. It's so good. Like, you... The things that come in your head are like, they're great. They're illustrative. Thank you. Like, I'm always trying to get better at my metaphors too. Like my metaphors are like things that resemble the thing that you're talking about, Mm. but aren't the thing you're talking about. Uh, I see. Uh That's kind of your style. You'd like bring in something, you'd present something that's like you're given an example of it. Yeah. And from your cadence, the person's like, oh, he's giving the one-to-one comparison, like from your delivery and how you say it. But the content is like completely absurd. Yeah. I know. And that's what like, I, I like about your jokes. Because oh, it like you. subverts my expectation and it fucks with that. Like, yeah. Uh, hey, it's kind of like, oh. like your delivery... <laughs> Your delivery is kind of like a key to security box, you know, and you open the security box and you're like, okay. And you expect the person to put money into it and they just like dump sour cream like for, no, <laughs> for no reason. Ew. And, but then because of how you do it, you're like, I guess it's for sour cream. I don't know. That's what the closest compare. Um, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Because I, um, a bunch of times I'd see some comics and they would have like one aspect of their joke that isn't really necessarily the funny bit, but they would put an image into your head. Yeah. And I'm like, that is so cool. Yeah. And I don't know if it's cool from the perspective of like, you kind of have control over what a person thinks about. Or if it's cool from the, no, I think that's the cool part. Like you have the ability to put an image into a person's head. Okay. Yeah. And that's like such a, so it's like low key a superpower. If yeah, you think about you it. it there, and the more vivid powerful. the image is, the cooler it is. I think. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's true. I mean, it sounds like yours. <coughs> you're always working on, on that power, and it shows. Whereas, like sometimes I feel like my metaphors actually are getting worse over time. <laughs> no, truly, like it's like it's kind of like how do I put it? It's kind of like when a. Th- a thing is at a certain level of quality and then later on like less so mm. Mm. but i think the cool thing about it is it's it's kind of like muscle memory <laughs> yeah. you know even if you skip gym like you get to a certain point with your progress in the gym uh-huh. you take a year off you're you're like when you restart it's quicker to get to that point a year ago than it took to get to that point initially i agree so that's it's still worth making some progress even if you're gonna eventually take a break i i love that i actually agree with that principle across a lot of things yeah too, which is what runs runs contrary to i think a lot of how a lot of us 
naturally, oh, I used to naturally think, and a lot of people naturally think, mm. where in certain projects in life are subject to like completing the whole thing. Mm. So they do like get your mind going in that direction where it's like, if one thing goes wrong, the whole thing is all for naught. It's all, it's all done. And those are difficult, but mainly there's always positives to take out of every step of the way in just on its own as a compartment, isn't mm. there? Yeah, absolutely. That, if I'm, if I'm rephrasing you wrong, then correct me. Yeah. I mean, there's always like about. useful parts of totally. whatever you do, even if it doesn't end up where you want it to go. I totally agree. It's positive. Yeah. Hopeful tone we're taking here yeah the great uh spot to uh leave it up to a, a listener listener's interpretation cool yeah yeah, yeah. thanks paul this is awesome thanks Same for the yerba all right bye everyone bye